It's time, D-Heads. Disney Blue presents Disney On Demand. Every week, Disney Blue lets you relive the magic, the movies, and the memories with celebrity guests, the best of classic Disney, and breaking news on Disney's latest. So put on your ears and give it a little bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Disney Blue's Disney On Demand is on the air! Now, here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all of you Disney fans out there, you tuned in for another magical installment of Diz Radio's Diz Radio Show. And this week for show number 190, for the week of September 7th, 2017, we're going to be taking on the forces of evil with Star. We're going to be with Elena heading off to Avalor and hanging out with Sophia the First, as well as tuning in to some DuckTales, as we have none other than the voice actress, voiceover, and of course, the singer, Jenna Lee Rosen stopping in here this week. Now, Jenna Lee Rosen, who you may know from all of those shows that I just mentioned, is the singing voice for a variety of Disney Channel characters. She's in the upcoming DuckTales and many others. And Jenna's going to be stopping in and talk about what it was like jumping into becoming a voice actor over time and what it's like helming this all-new thing in voice matching, singing, and so much more, including being such an inspiration to many little boys and girls watching Disney Junior and the Disney Channel. In addition, no show would be complete without the D-Team, and we have a chock-full D-Team here for you this week. We have Aaron dipping his hand in the virtual mailbag, answering all your questions and I want to know. We have Paige with the symphony for your ears with the latest magical music review, and we have Dominic with tips and tricks to make the most out of your Walt Disney World vacation when you're short on time and short on money with this week's short leash. We also have Nathan dusting off the books, putting on the white gloves, and telling you just what happened this week in Disney history. And let's not forget the all-new D-Team member with Alexa, who's going to be giving you the rundown of Walt Disney World Resorts and Disneyland with Disney Parks in 5. And maybe you're hungry, your stomach is growling, we have an all-new segment and new D-Team members stopping in again here this week, like I mentioned last week. We have new D-Team members kicking off every single week, and we have Trisha and Jamie with Magical Munchies, with to get your food, your fix, and, and really help ease you into the best eating and food at the Walt Disney World Resort and the Disney Parks. We have all kinds of news hot off the D-Wire and so much more. So before I jump into this week's show, I do want to mention that DizRadio.com is probably sponsored by Castle and Dreams Travel. And Castle and Dreams Travel is 100% free agency. They're going to help you plan, book, prepare, make the most magical vacation that you could possibly have from dining reservations, character interactions, tickets, you name it. They're going to hold your hand, treat you like family, walk you through the process, and make it easy to experience the magic. They have bilingual experts to help you with any language barriers and so much more. So definitely check them out. Castle and Dreams Travel, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. So all of you D-heads, with that said, it is time to jump off into the Disney Channel, into the Disney Junior Realm, into princesses, songs, and so much more as we officially kick off show number 190 for the week of September 7th, 2017. And I'll be right back, all of you D-heads. Let's kick this week off.
been one year since I became crown princess? Elena's royal journey is taking this crown princess on her biggest quest yet. You must return to our home realm via Australia. In a special movie event, Elena of Avalor, Realm of the Jackwins. Fly into a wondrous world. We are not in Avalor anymore. The home of the Jackwins. Hi, Dad. Skylar. Hey, yeah, yeah. Where Elena will find new allies. Welcome, Elena. Envision and new powers to fight against a new enemy. Now you'll see just what's in store for Avalor. It's a can't-miss movie event. Something is coming for you, princess. A darkness rising out of the shadows. What darkness? That is a good question. And I hope you figure it out. With so many shocking surprises. Surprise. <laughs> we have to stop her. Elena and Avalor, Realm of the Jackwins. Premiere Saturday morning, August 12th at 9, over on Disney Channel. Hey, this is Jenna Lee Rosen from Sophia the First, Elena of Avalor, and more. And you're listening to Biz Radio. That's not true, Hildegard. Why would you think such a thing? Well, it was my first day at Royal Prep. We had just been let out for recess, and I hadn't made any friends yet. First day of school, out on the yard, making new friends was kind of hard. Saw my big sister there in the sun, so I ran up to join the fun. They were all doing their princess twirl, told me to try it to give it a whirl. But I didn't know it, so I fell down, and everyone laughed. The entire playground. And that was the day I found. If I was gonna make new friends, I'd have to know it all. And learn all the latest trends, so that I'd never fall. But if I don't know what to say, I act like I'm you had a tough first day at school. So did I. But knowing a lot of things doesn't make people like you. I mean, I like you more now that you've told me all this. You do? Why? Because I'm finally getting to know who you really are. You're being honest. And nicer. And that's a better way to make friends than pretending to know it all. Maybe you're right. This is one thing I definitely know.
Hey, D-Heads, you're listening to Disney On Demand. Wow, it's dark in here. Wow, and now it's Final too bright. Taking you on those magical journeys from your lifetime of Disney. Kari, Kari McKean. It's like Kari only with a K instead of a C and an A instead of an E and only one R and an I instead of an I. It's Disney On Demand. Well, it started out like any normal sitting gig. You know, with the reassuring of the parent and all. Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. I just wish I could forget the whole thing. You will, kid. You will. All right, all of you D-heads, I hope you enjoyed the official kickoff for show number 190 for the week of September 7th, 2017, as we have all kinds of fun, as we're getting ready for singing songs, Disney Junior, princesses, and more, as we have the voiceover actress and singer, as well as voice match artist, Jenilee Rosen stopping in here this week. She's going to be stopping in here shortly. We have tons from the D-Team and so much more, including news hot off the D-Wire. And I myself am gearing up for a huge weekend. Yes, as a scout leader to two dens, as many of you know, we are getting ready to build rockets here this weekend. That's right. As soon as I am done here in the studio this week, I'm going to build rockets with some scouts. We have some gymnastics this weekend. We also have to launch our rockets this weekend, as well as I'm coaching a few baseball games. So it is a jam-packed weekend for me here, all of you D-heads. So before we jump into that news hot off the D-wire, I'm going to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show as always. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at dizradio.com, D-I-Z Radio. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete podcast archives, our latest news blogs, and more right there on our official website at dizradio.com, D-I-Z Radio. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at facebook.com slash dizradioshow. That's D-I-Z radio S-H-O-W. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and many other places. Just search Diz Radio, D-I-Z radio. Disney Blue, that's B-L-U, or Disney On Demand, all of which are going to help you find our fun, unique, magical, different kind of Disney show. And if you want to stay connected instantly, it's super easy. Just go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio and subscribe right there. Search Diz Radio, Disney Blue, or Disney On Demand. All of them are going to help you find our show where you can subscribe and get the latest shows as soon as they get released on your iPhone, your tablet, your Android, the device of your choosing so you can listen to my voice, the D-Team's voice, and so much more right away. That easy. That simple. All you have to do is subscribe and get it right away. And if you can't remember any of this, if you're like, I just, I'm not going to remember this, just go to dizradio.com, D-I-Z radio.com, and find all these links there as well. Now, all of that is out of the way. It is time to jump into that news hot off the D-Wire. And I'm going to keep it short and sweet here this week, all of you D-Heads, because we have so much going on. Of course, me personally having a lot going on as well. But let's get into something that's my favorite, and that pumpkin time of the year. Many of you are already getting ready for pumpkin spice lattes at Starbucks and many other places. But how about the pumpkin shortbread cookies are returning for a limited time from the Honolulu Cookie Company that you can also find at Disney's Polynesia Village Resort and the Alani. That's right. If you love pumpkin, you love cookies, you love more, the warm, rich flavors of the season are returning to Honolulu Cookie Company this week with the launch of its 2017 fall collection. Now, these are coveted autumn favorites that everybody loves from the all-new pumpkin tin that's containing three crisp shortbread pumpkin cookies and three white chocolate dipped pumpkin cookies 
cookies. Now they are going to have a great complete Hawaii influenced taste of the season that is offered as well in the fall window box. That's going to be a premium 12 cookie assortment of luxurious dark chocolate Kona coffee as well as chocolate chip macadamia alongside pumpkin and white chocolate dip pumpkin as well. Now each treat is baked fresh daily at the Honolulu Cookie Company as well as many other places and retail outlets. Now of course you're not going to be getting this fresh if you're not in Hawaii or at Disney's Alani Resort but if you are staying at the Polynesian Resort you can get it there imported right there for you to enjoy as well. Now the Honolulu Cookie Company is also known for its innovative and highly collectible packaging and the fall 2017 collection it's not disappointing anybody. For fall, as I said, our local design team started early in the spring and spends time crafting reusable tins and boxes that look as good as their cookies taste. Now this is a fantastic and highly sought after thing. Everybody loves these, they taste wonderful. I had some last year shipped to me from Hawaii and I love it. But like I said, if you are going to the Walt Disney World Resort, you can get these as well. Now, if you want to find out more about this, all you have to do is go to HonoluluCookie.com slash other hyphen retailers. If you can't remember that, we have a full write-up on our website. And right there, you can find out how you can get some exclusive shortbread, white chocolate, and more pumpkin cookies from the Honolulu Cookie Company. Now, since we are talking about places kind of farther away than our usual home, how about the Disney Store celebrating the grand opening of its second store in Shanghai? That's right, Disney Store opened the doors of its newest store at the HKRI Taiku Hu Mall, I hope I pronounced that right, in Shanghai. Now, it's located in one of the city's most vibrant shopping and entertainment hubs. Now, Disney Store will provide consumers locally designed as well as exclusive merchandise and unique Disney shopping experiences from many of the Disney stores that we have here in the United States. Now, as they have released in their press statement, we're committed to bringing consumers new immersive retail experiences and high quality products from Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars, said Mr. Rahman, yes, the vice president and general manager of Disney Consumer Products and Interactive China. Now, the new store complements our comprehensive retail offering that includes licensing as well as e-commerce and delivers a mix of unique locally and internationally designed products. Now, this one is fantastic. I mean, seriously, I wish I was in Shanghai because the layouts of these Disney stores are massive. Other than going to the Disney store in Disney Springs, you don't get a Disney store experience like you do when you're overseas in all these places. So they're opening up their second location in Shanghai. I myself wish I was there so that way I could experience it as well. Now another thing here in Disney news, getting all the way off to the Disneyland area, how about the new Halloween fun, thrills, and villainous decor are casting a spell at the California Adventure from September 15th through October 31st. You know what? I don't think I'm going to talk about that one because we have our all-new D-Team, Alexa, who is going to be here talking about that with Disney Parks and Five. I'm going to leave that one to you, Alexa. So let's move back to the Disney Channel. And how about Disney Channel's Hotel Transylvania? Great series. I love it. And Sony Pictures Consumer Products are now appointing Jazzwares as the master toy partner with the all-new toy line and teaming up with Simon & Schuster Publishers and Paper Cuts Comics for the entire Hotel Transylvania franchise. Sony Pictures Consumer Products announced that they have a variety of franchise things that are happening. As I mentioned, they're going to be releasing their first ever toy line 
for Hotel Transylvania. There's going to be all new comic books based around the Hotel Transylvania characters, as well as Jazzwares, like I said, releasing the toy line, and they're gearing up for Hotel Transylvania 3. Now, how is this connected to Disney? I love the Hotel Transylvania series. It is a fantastic series. I'm going to admit it. When my kids aren't around, I am sitting there watching it myself. It's a fun series. I love it. And all of you D-heads know, Halloween is my favorite time of the year as we're gearing up for our not-so-scary Halloween celebration as well here at Diz Radio. So now you can be on the lookout for an all-new toy line and more coming from Hotel Transylvania the series. All of you D-heads, that's all I'm doing for news. Yes, you heard me right. I know there is many other things that happened in news here this week within the Walt Disney Company, but as I said, I am slammed. I got to build rockets, launch rockets, coach baseball games, go to gymnastics, and so much more here this weekend just being dad. And I wouldn't be living up to my motto every single week as well as Walt's saying never neglect family for business if I didn't do that. So with that said, I'm going to gear up as we have the D team here with Aaron, Paige, Dominic, Nathan, Alexa, and we're also introducing Trisha and Jamie here to the mix with the magical munchies and so much more as we gear up for the one and only voice herself, Jenna Lee Rosen, stopping in here very shortly. So before I release the reins here to the D team and get ready for Jenna to be stopping in here, I do want to mention that DizRadio.com is probably sponsored by Castle and Dreams Travel. And Castle and Dreams Travel is 100% free agency. They're going to help you plan, book, prepare, make the most magical vacation that you could possibly have from dining reservations, character interactions, and more. They're going to keep it simple. They're going to hold your hand. They're going to treat you like that brother or sister walking you through the process seamlessly and making it magical. They have bilingual experts to help you with any language barriers and so much more. So definitely check them out. Castle and Dreams Travel, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. All right, LVD heads, so with that said, we're gearing up for the singing voice herself from Sophia the First, Elena of Avalor, Star versus the Forces of Evil, as well as the upcoming DuckTales and so much more. Jenna Lee Rosen is going to be stopping in here very shortly, so I'm going to release the reins here to the D-team and so much more, and I feel like I need some coffee and say good morning to Mickey because I'm feeling a little tired here this week. Take it away, team, and I'll be back shortly with Jenna Lee Rosen. Envelope to Davis and Kirk. 
Right down that... At Walt Disney World, there's a special land of fun in the Magic Kingdom. Mickey's Birthday Land. Come on, Minnie! Oh, 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 oh. Here we go! Now at McDonald's, you can share in the magic. Because when you buy your kids McDonald's Mickey's Birthday Land Happy Meal, they'll get one of five exclusive pullback racers. Mickey and his Roadster, Minnie and her convertible, Goofy in his sports car, Pluto in his runabout, and Donald in his locomotive. McDonald's Mickey's Birthday Land Happy Meal, only at McDonald's. See you real soon! You have questions, we have answers. Let's dip our hands into the virtual mailbag and uncover the truth in I Want to Know. Hey, D-Heads, this is Aaron, and it's time again for another installment of I Want to Know. Well, I just want to give a shout-out to all those people who were affected by Hurricane Harvey. I wish you all a speedy recovery. And to those who are in the path of Hurricane Irma, please stay safe and Godspeed. Well, you guys have packed the virtual mailbag again, so let's reach in and see what questions we have for this week. Our first question is from Joy Ranger of Nashville, Tennessee, and she writes, Been thinking about some of the Disney Junior shows and remember a few older Disney shows I grew up with. So I was thinking, is there anywhere to find the old Good Morning Mickey shows or Mousercise? Thank you for the answer, as I haven't seen much of anything anywhere. Thank you again. Well, Good Morning Mickey first aired on April 18, 1983, when the Disney Channel launched. It was one of the Disney Channel's first original programs, and the first program aired at the channel's launch. It featured classic Disney animated shorts. Although Mickey Mouse shorts were the primary programming, additional cartoons featuring Goofy, Donald Duck, Chip and Dale, Pluto, and others were also shown. Good Morning Mickey was replaced by Mickey's Mouse Tracks in 1992. Mouse also premiered on the first day of the Disney Channel. The series featured an instructor Kellen, along with Mickey Mouse and other Disney characters, exercising with a group of kids. It also featured Steve Stark in a segment about health and safety. During the end credits, Steve would join Kellen and the kids while exercising. The show continued to run until 1996. There was a 1985 video release based on the TV series. Good Morning Mickey was released on VHS PAL in the UK, a six-volume set which also each featured an episode of Welcome to Pooh Corner, The Mouse Factory, Donald Duck Presents, and Mousercise. YouTube is also a good place to find some of these lost episodes. Well, our next question is from Rachel Bohannon of Florida, and she writes, Aaron and the Diz Radio team, I have a question I hope you all can answer. It is about the Disney Channel show, Sophia the First. My kids love the show, and I was wondering if there were any soundtracks out there for both this show and the spin-off show, Elena of Avalar. I know they used to release the Disney Junior soundtracks back in the Imagination Movers time, any help. Thank you from a not-so-tech-savvy mom. Well, I know this is a very popular show, so of course the music is great, too. Sophia the First is the first soundtrack album featuring songs from the show's first season. It was released on February 12, 2013. Sophia the First Songs from Enchantia is the second album released on January 28, 2014. 
Elena of Avalar, has a soundtrack that was released on July 22, 2016. Disney also has released two CDs called Disney DJ Shuffle, released in 2014, and Disney DJ Shuffle 2, released in 2015. They feature songs from Sophia the First, along with songs from other Disney Junior shows like Jake and the Neverland Pirates and Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. These are all available on Amazon for digital download or on CD, with the exception of Elena of Avalar, which is only available on CD. I hope you and the kiddos enjoy the music. Well, our final question this week is from Jenny Wilde, and she writes, Diz Radio, I have a quick question about Mickey's Starland at Disney World. I loved when they had that land, and I know it was birthday land before that. Are there any nods to the past in the current expanded circus area? Thanks. Well, sadly, besides the train stop, nothing's left from Mickey's birthday land or Starland. Those lands will have to live on in our memories and some great videos on YouTube. I will give you this little tidbit that is one of my favorites. I've always loved the goofy shorts that were the how-to series. There is a reference to how to water ski. You have a barrel with some wrecked skis and a lifesaver that says Water Ski Championship. And it's called the Yaha Boo, which just cracks me up. Hope that puts a smile on your face. Well, D-Heads, that concludes another installment of I Want to Know. Thanks for great questions and keep them coming. Send all your questions or comments to Aaron, E-R-I-N, at DizRadio.com. Make sure to include your name and city so I can give you credit. And remember, D-Heads, laughter is timeless, imagination has no age, and dreams are forever. We'll see you next week, D-Heads. Hi,
Bims. Follow me. Bim. Oh. Bim. Oh. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> That's a mo. From Return to Oz, I played Ozma in the Disney sequel to The Wizard of Oz. And thank you for listening to Disney On Demand. Cooper. And their dealings with... Pressed envelope to... Davis and Kurt. Right down... Goodbye, Sophia! Don't forget about us! Disney Junior presents... Sophia the First, Once Upon a Princess. Bye, Jade! Bye, Ruby! Once Upon a Time, in the Kingdom of Enchantia... Welcome to the family. I trust you make your new sister feel welcome. An ordinary girl became a princess. All hail Princess Sophia. Princess Sophia. 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 Hi. Hmm. Off you go. This is my room? Wow. It's going to take me a while to get the hang of things around here. But learning the royal ropes. Oh, dear. Won't be easy. Here. Let me help you with that. A family night special event on Disney Channel. Welcome to the Royal Preparatory Academy. Good morning. Oh. A magical story. It's a very special amulet. We contains powerful magic. Cinderella, what are you doing here? The amulet gave me the power to talk to animals. You can hear us. You can talk? <laughs> How an ordinary girl. Everything's going to be just fine. Became an extraordinary princess. Sophia the First, Once Upon a Princess. It's your time to shine, Sophia. I'm going to learn how to be the best princess ever. You go, princess. Premiere Sunday night, November 18th at 7, 6 central on Disney Channel. Hello, everyone. If you weren't here last week and I sound different, that's because I am different. My name is Alexa Erickson. I am a Disney author and YouTuber, and I am the newest member of the D-Team and Diz Radio podcast. If you were here last week, welcome back to the second ever rendition of Disney Parks in 5, the weekly news segment letting you guys in on what's new at the U.S. Disney Parks. Let's get started. Right now in Walt Disney World, if you have never heard of the Enchanting Extras Collection, it is a selection of unique experiences for guests to purchase and participate in separately from their park admission, such as tours, dining experiences, holiday events like Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, and other 
things. Walt Disney World just announced their newest addition to the Enchanting Extras collection called the Ultimate Knights of Adventure VIP Tour at Animal Kingdom. Guests who choose to participate in the tour enjoy a wild nighttime tour of Animal Kingdom as the park transitions from day to night. They also get to ride special attractions using FastPass Plus. Actress Alyssa Milano visited the parks to see the magical Halloween decorations with her son this past week, which is super cool. The annual Epcot's Food and Wine Festival has officially begun on August 31st. It will run until November 13th this year, when the holiday de decorations will start to be put up around Epcot and the other parks. Epcot's Food and Wine Festival is one of the most popular events at Walt Disney World. Be sure not to miss it. The 6th annual Great Irish Hooli Music Festival made its return to the Reglan Road Irish Pub and Restaurant in Disney Springs from September 1st through the 4th, so this past weekend. The celebration honors Irish song, dance, food, and drinks with live musical performances from special guests. It was a fun event, as always, and guests loved it. We know that the name of Disney's Hollywood studio is changing once again, but supposedly some of the new names being considered for the park have been leaked. If this source is to be believed, then Disney's Hollywood Studios could be renamed to Disney Kaleidoscope Park, Disney Storyverse Park, Disney Hyperia Park, Disney Beyond Park, Disney Cinemagic Park, Disney Legends Park, Disney XL Park, or Disney Cinemagin Park. Nothing is official until it is announced by the Walt Disney Company itself, but if these new names are really being taken into consideration, which name do you like most and which do you think Disney is going to choose? Moving on to Disneyland Park, the prize medals for the runners of the Superhero Run Disney races this November have been revealed. They are super cool looking. They feature the Avengers, Spider-Man, the Guardians of the Galaxy, and, and lots of other cool things that every Marvel and running fan will enjoy. It is hard to describe them to you guys on here, but you can go check them out for yourself at DisneyParksBlog.com or RunDisney.com if you really want to take a look. Celebrities David Hasselhoff and Tina Fey both visited the Disneyland Resort this past week. Although I don't think that they were together in attendance, they both rode the Guardians of the Galaxy ride at California Adventure, and I'm sure they loved it and had a blast. Halloween time is almost here at the Disneyland Resort. It is super exciting, and the Disneyland Park is going to be decked out in Halloween decor as usual, but this year, cast members and Imagineers are adding lots of cool new Halloween decorations to Cars Land and Buena Vista Street in California Adventure as well. It looks like it's going to be super cool. Buena Vista Street will feature a new 10-foot-tall Headless Horseman statue for guests to ooh, ah, and take pictures with. Two Cars Lands attractions will transform into Halloween-themed attractions, too. Luigi's Rollickin' Roadsters will become Luigi's Honkin' Halloween, and it's spelled Hall as in H-A-U-L-O-W-E-E-N. And Mater's Junkyard Jamboree will turn into... Mater's Graveyard Jamboree. I, for one, am super excited to see what Halloween brings for the Disneyland Resort this year. I know it's going to be a new experience and absolutely amazing. Thanks for listening to Disney Parks in 5. You can find me on my social medias and my YouTube channel, all titled Disney Till You're Dizzy, and find my book on Amazon titled Disney Till You're Dizzy 1001 Facts, Rumors, and Myths About the Disneyland Resort. Always remember that there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day, and tune in next week for more Disney Parks in 5.
We get the tricks. You get the treats. Tune in all October for our annual not-so-scary Halloween celebration. Let Jonathan and the D-Team lead you into your doom buggy with Halloween guests, spooky tunes, and Halloween fun. Only on DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio.com. Happy Hallowishes, everyone. Serpents and spiders, <laughs> tail of a rat. Call in the spirits wherever they're at. May I present to you the Murtones, performing a special song in honor of the King and Queen of Enchantia. Hit it, Murkids! Welcome to another edition of Disney Short Leash. I am Dominic, and with me here is my wife Anita, because I managed to split open my wisdom tooth, which is making life totally unfun. Oh, no. <laughs> so she's going to do the heavy lifting on this segment because uh, everything hurts. <laughs> so what isn't a short leash? A short leash... <laughs> I didn't know I was doing that part. A short leash isn't something that... <laughs> yeah, it's harder than it looks. <laughs> I, I didn't know I, would, I was doing that. Did you write it down? A short leash isn't an ankle bracelet you keep your... <laughs> a short leash isn't an ankle bracelet you use to keep your husband at home. Keep on going. Oh, all right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Disney Short Leash. I am Dominic, and with me here is my wife, Anita, because I managed to split open my wisdom tooth, which is making life totally unfun. Oh, no. <laughs> so she's going to do the heavy lifting on this segment because uh, everything hurts. <laughs> so what isn't a short leash? 
The short leash isn't an ankle bracelet you use to keep your husband at home. No, the short leash is a series of tips for people to get the most out of their Walt Disney World vacation when they're short on time or money. With any luck, you may be able to try some of these suggestions and quite possibly do as much, if not more, than someone vacationing with a greater amount of time or a larger budget. So you're on the short leash trip. Yeah. So not a lot of time. Not a lot of time. Five things that you're going to definitely do. Five things that you should miss either because there's not enough time or you just don't want to. Both. Got it. And five things that uh, you've never done before and want to try on this trip. Yeah. All right, hit it. Okay. So we're going to start with the things we should miss. <laughs> right. Because you don't have time. You just need to get through and scooch. Get through and go, go, go. Right. So uh, Peter Pan is number one. <laughs> oh, that line is stupid. And you're, you shouldn't waste a fast pass on Peter Pan. Right. <laughs> just nuts. Um, so, yeah, Peter Pan is Peter crazy. Pan out. You can watch the movie and the time it takes to get through the line. Absolutely. So that's out, out. Um, the electric umbrella? No, thank you. There are too many places in Disney World to eat that you do not have to eat that crap. Yeah, you've packed a lunch and yeah. ate it there for spite. Okay. Okay, yes. Yeah. So electric umbrellas out. There are too many places to eat in that park to eat at that place that has food from anywhere else. I got you. Nothing special about it. No. Okay. Do not eat table service breakfast. Really? No, there's no reason to eat table service breakfast. You can get every one of those table service things at any of the grab and go. Places. Did your eat and run because you want to get as much park time as possible? Yeah, oh, get gotcha. as much time as you possibly can. Don't wait on servers to come and take your order and all that stuff. You're just wasting time. No sit-down table service for breakfast. You have a park to get to. Right. Gotcha. I would um, definitely skip character things. Really? On a short leash. Okay. Um, Is when that all-inclusive? Is that dining as well as just seeing them on the road? Or No, seeing them on the road is fine because you can get fast passes for that. Oh, that was my third option. Like catching them on the street, going fine. for one of those meet and greets, or eating at a character thing. Meet Did you skip and greets, all those things? Uh, no, meet and greets you can get the fast passes for. So if you have a fast pass and you can get in line and see the two princesses, and because the big ones have fast passes. Gotcha. And if there's no line to get the Army Guy signature, go get the <laughs> Army Guy signature. That's awesome. Dude, he was so much fun. He was my favorite. You like the Army Guy? I love the Army Guy. He played with the kids before he signed the books. Are you sure he's an Army Guy and not just some I, dude? Some dude in, like, in, green. in green, like he was in the Green Man group or something. <laughs> like, he was really cool. All right. I loved him. So I would probably you know, not do the... The character meet and greets, but no sit down kind of things like that. You're not wasting your time at dinners and lunches and stuff. No, you you're wanna, on the go. Yeah, you want to ride as much as you can. I Get as you. much out of your ticket as you possibly can. That is the theme with us. The last thing about things you should miss was the Swiss Family Treehouse. Your hatred for this innocent I, tree. It just sits there. It doesn't it's, bother anybody. But normally our trips are in the in the summer and it's so well, they're not going to have an air-conditioned tree. And why should you exercise? <laughs> there are so many steps in that freaking tree. Oh, my goodness. Um, not to mention that how many people have actually seen that movie right now. 
That's true. Like, here's it, my tree letdown. I heard it was a great place to see the uh, Wishes fireworks, fireworks show. Yeah. Not so great. No, you had to look through leaves. It was hot and, and it was hard to get a good view. It was terrible. Yeah. I was ticked off. Okay. So then I have the things to that you can't miss. Can't miss. Can't miss. Uh, for me personally, the Brown Derby Lounge. Okay. That way you Went can, straight to food. Oh, of course you go straight to food. <laughs> I have a lot of the food stuff. Um, actually, that's my last food thing on the things you can't miss. Okay. Because everything else, you can kind of go up and grab whatever you want. You like Wagyu beef and cheese plates? Yeah. Corn soups? Oh, corn soup. Something about a Cobb salad? Not a big Cobb salad. I don't want to go to a place and order a, co- a salad. I, I understand completely. I'm not, I'm not a salad girl when I go on vacation. Secondhand vegetarian. I eat the thing that ate the vegetable. <laughs> I, mean, I love vegetables. Don't get me. I'm all for vegetables, but I like it when they do something with them. The only way I become a vegetarian is because of my hatred of vegetables and I want them to suffer. <laughs> so, um, definitely Brown Derby Lounge. I like sitting there and then going to see the fireworks mm-hmm. that they they throw off it back there. So, yeah, you kind of make your own firework dinner party. Yeah, for, it's it's for fantastic. Free-ish. For free-ish, yeah. Go ahead. Um, one ride I can't miss is Space Mountain. Okay. I love that. It's wonderful. Makes me happy. Everest is another one. I can ride that again and again and again. Mm-hmm. If you go there and you go straight to Everest, you can ride it like five times before right. the line goes. Ride it till the Yeti moves. That's right. <laughs> and then once it does, get right off yeah, before you puke all over the something's place. Something's gone wrong. Yeah, it's not going to be pretty. So uh, the Everest rock and roller coaster. Your personal favorite, I think. Oh, my gosh. I love this I thing. just wish you'd stop saying... Uh, that I love to ride Aerosmith? Yeah. I do. <laughs> I love to ride Aerosmith. As so, many times as I can possibly get on Aerosmith. So creepy. I, I will ride him all night. It's not a guy. It, Aerosmith is the band. Yeah. Oh, boy. Right. <laughs> so that's, that's, another, that's another camp miss. I bet. <laughs> And then um, there's uh, the fireworks at Epcot. Illuminations. Illuminations. I can't miss that. Um, so that's that. And then the things to try. Mm-hmm. We've never been to Pandora. Is it true? So all of the Pandora stuff. Gotcha. All of it. So that's like five days. So you gotta get like a charm <laughs> charm bracelet. Oh yeah. You gotta get. Uh, oh yeah, at least six charms. What else does Pandora have? Yeah, <laughs> it has one of those flying banshee things. Oh, you're talking about the movie. Yeah. I thought oh. you meant the jewelry store. Yeah. <laughs> also, in Animal Kingdom, we've never tried the Harambe Market, and there's also a buffet there that we have never tried. And that's the actual safari. <laughs> It's not a buffet. You can't order those animals. Oh, well. Okay. Yeah, so that's my, uh, those are my things. Love it. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Because uh, talking hurts. I know. Well, there you have it, folks. Some things to try, some things to miss, and some things to definitely do. Because trying to make the most out of the time you got, that's short leash people. I hope you enjoyed the tip. 
I do have an official Diz Radio email, so I'd love to hear from you with a hi, some questions, suggestions, or even your own short leash tip at dominicadizradio.com. That's D-O-M-E-N-I-C at disradio.com. My wife can be found on the internet at Mrs. Plantoons, and I can be found at WDW Plantoons, and on YouTube or your favorite podcast apps by searching WDW Plantoons or by visiting plantoons.com. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. All of us here in the Magic Kingdom are glad to have you with us on this special day. Whether this is your first time visiting us or your 100th, we welcome you to our family of more than 500 million guests. As Roy Disney said on opening day in October 1971, May Walt Disney World bring joy and inspiration and new knowledge to all who come to this happy place. A magic kingdom where the young and young at heart of all ages can laugh and play and learn together. From all of us in the Disney family, we hope you enjoy your day here in the magic kingdom, the most magical place on earth. And now, for your safety and the safety of those around you, we ask that you walk slowly and carefully to your first destination. Have a great day. Little bread and butterflies kiss the tulips, and the sun is like a toy balloon. There again up in the morning glory, in the golden afternoon There are dog and caterpillars And the copper centipede Where the lazy daisies love the very peaceful life they lead. They're a dog and caterpillars and a copper centipede where the lazy daisies love the very peaceful life they lead. You can learn a lot of things from the flowers, for especially in the month of June, there's a wealth of happiness and romance all in the golden afternoon. Hello, this is Haley Mills, and you're listening to Disney On Demand. Hi again, D-Heads. Welcome to another installment of This Week in Disney History. I am Nathan, and ready to take you through another segment's worth of historical Disney facts and potential trivia. So with that said, let's begin. Kicking off this week, let's begin with this week's quote coming from our Uncle Walt himself. Everyone needs deadlines, even the beavers. They loaf around all summer. But when they are faced with the winter deadline, they work like fury. If we didn't have deadlines, we'd stagnate. Now it's Diz Radio throwback time for this week in Diz Radio history. Show number 84 from September of 2014. For all you Once Upon a Timers out there featuring Raphael Sabarge as everyone's conscience, Jiminy Cricket. 
Teleport back today with us dearies and check it out. Now starting out this week in Disney history, we're going to go to 1936, when the first comic strip entirely devoted to Donald Duck debuted in newspapers. Prior to this, Donald has only appeared in the Silly Symphony's Sunday pages. In 1964, Disney's Mary Poppins, starring Julie Andrews, Dick Van Dyke, David Tomlinson, and Glynis Johns, is generally released. In 1982, at Disneyland, Peter Pan's flight closes for extensive remodeling and will reopen in May of 1983, the following year. In 1989, at Disney MGM Studios, Jim Henson, who is making a special appearance, to announce his pending partnerships with the Walt Disney Company, and Kermit the Frog leave their imprints and signatures on the courtyard of the sadly recently closed Great Movie Ride. In 1990, Disney's Hollywood Stu- Records releases the debut album from a new pop group called The Party. The group consists of Albert Fields, Tiffany Hale, Chase Hampton, Dee Dee Magno, and Damon Pampolina all cast members of Disney Channel's The All-New Mickey Mouse Club. The name The Party is an acronym for Positive Attitude Reflecting Today's Youth. Also check out our podcast archives at DizRadio.com to look up show number 44 featuring an interview with them. In 1994, The Art of Disney Shop opens in the Disney Village Marketplace at Walt Disney World. In 1997, Disney's newest animated series, Recess, first premieres on ABC TV. In 1998, the syndicated TV series Disney's Hercules, which explores Herc's high school years, premieres with episode Hercules and the Apollo mission. In 2000, Walt Disney Records releases Woody's Roundup, performed by the Yodelin Cowboy group Riders in the Sky. In 2003, a test run of the Magic Kingdom's newest attraction, Mickey's Philar Magic, takes place at Walt Disney World. In 2011, at approximately 6.30 a.m. Hawaii time, the doors to the lobby of Aulani, a Disney resort spa, opens and the first guests enter. And in 2014, Disney's American Idol experience wraps up its roughly five-year run with its final show at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And we're going to end Disney history D-heads with a few birthdays around the company. We're starting out our birthdays this week with Arnie Hammer. Being born in L.A., who played the Lone Ranger himself in 2013's The Lone Ranger. Fred McMurray, of many Disney classic films, born in Kankakee, Illinois. Buddy Hackett, who played Tennessee Steinmetz in The Love Bug. And Scuttle the Seagull in The Little Mermaid is born. James Coburn, the voice of Monsters, Inc.'s boss, Henry J. Waternoose, is born. D. Bradley Baker is born, who voiced Perry the Platypus in Phineas and Ferb. And we end birthdays with Edgar Rice Burroughs, the creator of Tarzan, being born in Chicago, Illinois. Well, D-Heads, that's all again for this week in Disney history. Hope you enjoyed and learned something new maybe you didn't know. Feel free to email me at Nathan at DizRadio.com. As always, guys, have a great week and see you real soon. effects for children's theater i used to be afraid but now i won't be swayed there is no storm too strong
Start those projectors and look at this week's Hollywood Walk. Cody here getting ready to bring you this week's Hollywood Walk. We have with us this week Jenna Lee Rosen, who is a proven singer and actress from a few of Disney Junior's top rated shows. She'll be joining Jonathan in just a few short minutes, so why don't we get to know Jenna a little bit better before she does just that. Most people would recognize Jenna from Disney Junior's Sophia the First and also Elena of Avalar television series where she plays Celia on Elena of Avalar as a Jacqueline and multiple princesses and other voices from Sophia the First. She was also just part of the Critzelon show The Songs That Got Away 7 which was just this past weekend. She's been on Sophia the First since 2013 and she has played such roles as Princess Hildegard, Buttercup, Witch, Shelley and as well as Princess Cleo. So she's that talented that for Sophia the first they had to cast her in multiple roles. Not only does she have an amazing singing voice, but it is so good that in an episode of Star vs. the Forces of Evil, she actually did the whole entire choir for the King Ludo episode. She's also made appearances on TV series such as The Last Tycoon and also in music videos such as The Power of Me and Be Who You Wanna Be. She is also in the works of working on her debut EP album. She's got a fun voice, it's it's young, it's powerful, but it's also, it's soft and she does it, she carries it very, very well. We look forward to seeing that from her in the near future. She's also got an upcoming role in a, a future DuckTales episode and if you're kind of behind the times, yes, DuckTales is back. It looks a little different than when we were a kid, but it's just as fun and it still does bring that nostalgia to you if you watched it back in the day like I did. It's what I grew up with. So be on the lookout for her. On her Facebook she mentions that she's excited to be playing a villain. She's also very active on Twitter and Facebook and other social media. You can find her at Twitter and Facebook under the same at Jenna Lee Rosen. Jenna has already proven herself to be an extreme talent when it comes to voiceover acting and also on the singing aspect of such and as mentioned she's already got some things coming up. She's posted about the new Fancy Nancy series that Disney Junior is going to be coming out with, so I almost wonder if we might be seeing her talents in that as well. 
with such a gift and talent that Jenna has and with what she's already accomplished and she's not even 20 years of age yet what she's already accomplished she's rising and she's rising really really fast especially when it comes to the animated series here so be on the lookout to see her name in upcoming TV series and I really wouldn't be surprised to see her be popping up in some movies or even doing some more live action type of stuff maybe in the future it'd be kind of fun to see and also as mentioned before, keep on a lookout for her EP album that she is currently working on. Like I said, she's got a great voice, she's got a great personality, she's fun, she's wacky, and she's just a diehard uh, Disney nut just like the rest of us here. And she's joining Jonathan in just a couple minutes here, so I will release the reins over to him. With that being said, D-Heads, I will see you next week, and I hope everyone's enjoying an abbreviated week with the Labor Day weekend we just had. I hope everyone had a good and safe one there as well. I know I sure did, and I We'll see you all next week. All right, take care, everyone. I'm a bird who never leaves the nest. I don't take risks. I hide behind the rest. But now my big sister's flown her perch, and it's up to me to search. So I'm taking my first flight. I'm gonna leave tonight. And who knows what I'll find when I leave my fears behind I'm gonna spread my wings, face what my journey brings To end my sister's plight, I'm taking my first flight So let the sun beat down, let the sun beat down And let the thunder crash, let the thunder crash Cause I won't be Lights, camera, action. It's time for this week's Disney On Demand special guest. All right, all of you Disney fans, you tuned in for another magical installment of Disney Blues, Disney On Demand, and the Diz Radio Show. And as we continue to bring you all the magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney, many times those are ones that you find on the small screen, the big screen, the ones that have the tunes just belting out that have you wanting to sing along and so much more. And with us here this week is somebody that's an accomplished singer. You also know her as the singing voice for many of your favorite Disney Channel shows, like Sophia the First, Elena of Avalor, as well as being part of Star versus the Forces of Evil, we have none other than Jenna Lee Rosen here. Welcome to Disney On Demand. Thank you so much. I'm really happy to be speaking here. <laughs> it is our pleasure having you on. I mean, so many different things on your resume. Of course, ones, you know, myself being a father of four, I know I'm very familiar with many of these projects. I guess the first thing, though, that I love to start off with everybody is what led you down this road of voice acting, singing, and so much more? Was it just in your blood? What made you really realize... I want to sing, I want to do voice work, and this is the career that I want to pursue. Yeah, so, you know, I've been singing and performing since I could speak. I come from a performing arts family. Um, my mom, my dad, my entire family is uh, in the performing arts. 
And um, I just, I knew I wanted to do it ever since I was little, and I've always been singing and dancing and doing all that stuff. And then, you know, with, with the voice acting, um, when I was 12 years old, I got a call that they needed um, a young, some young singers for a new animated Disney show called Sophia the First. And I had no idea what it was. I didn't really exactly know what they wanted me to do. Um, but they just told me to show up at Disney Studios on this day, and uh, they sent me some sheet music, and I went. And uh, it sort of was the beginning of uh, this whole voiceover Disney journey that uh, that I've been going on. So that was kind of the beginning of that whole thing. Well, you know, and with that, too, it had to be exciting realizing that, you know, here you are, you're part of this family, always doing performing arts, uh, singing your whole life, and then all of a sudden – you get that call to be part of something from Disney. And we all know that many of these Disney things, you know, you're shaping a, a generation, a new generation of Disney fans. Now with that, you know, becoming the singing voice of a lot of great characters that everybody knows from these shows, what was it like that initial day you went in the studio and you're like, all right, I, I, I'm I, I'm recording for a Disney show that all these little girls and boys are going to be watching. Was there, was there that pressure mounting for you? I mean... Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, there's a lot of pressure, but it was also just incredibly exciting to know that, you know, all these, these little girls and little boys are going to be watching this, and uh, th this is just part of watching the shows as part of their daily routines, and knowing that I would be a part of that was just so exciting. Um, and I'm, I've always been a Disney fan. I, I love everything Disney, um, and to be a part of that family is is incredibly exciting with that too you know like you said being part of that you know that's exciting thing that's something that's going to be passed on we've all grown up with disney in some shape or you know way shape or form now with that too when you finally recorded these did you uh you know go back watch those episodes and realize that wow that that's my voice that's me doing this or did you fully get lost in the character and the music you know i I kind of, it was a mixture of both. I, I, I was sort of easy to, well, I freaked out a little bit at first because I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, <laughs> that is my voice, like, on the television. And my family and I, we were sitting around, and we were just laughing, and, and it was so exciting. And it's very easy to get to get lost in the music in those shows. Um, at least for Sophia the First, uh, the composer is John Cavanaugh, and he is an incredible um lyricist and composer and I think the music for Sophia the first sort of raised the bar for coming Disney shows you know um so yeah it was definitely uh pretty pretty crazy <laughs> now with that too you know because you were part of things like Sophia the first you know being princess uh Cleo singing voice uh Hildegard singing voice and of course being Shelly uh being part of all these different characters you're not just doing one you're doing multiple different characters and being part of this show uh, now, with that, and, you know, being out with your friends, your family, anybody, if if it's on in the other room, do you, does anybody recognize that it's you instantly? You know, not really. It's it's pretty funny because, obviously, like, my mom and, and different family members, if they know that I'm doing a certain character, then they'll be able to tell. But one of my favorite things is when I'm just out on the, you know, street or I'm meeting my uh, friends children and they say look guys this is this is jess she does the voices for so and so on uh on this show and they the little kids they look at me in utter like disgust they are like no no those those characters are real <laughs> who is this crazy woman <laughs> 
Now, now with that too, because Sophia the First did set that bar really high with all new music, animation, and it really did. And that rolled off into Elena of Avalor, and that show continues to be huge, popular, and so much more. What was it like when you got approached to do Celia on there? And now that show, I mean, it continues to just gain in numbers. And are you a fan of the show as well? Mm-hmm. It it was an honor, honestly. That's that's all I, I can say. It was an honor to be asked to uh to play Sigella on the show and to have, you know, my, my own, uh, speaking character to play on, on that show, an incredibly iconic show. Um, that was just amazing to be able to create that character and, and she's so fun and to have fun doing that voice. It was amazing. <laughs> Now, with these characters, and, and, you know, you continue to do these, you know, because this is, it's a new venture for you, something completely new and different, and being part of Sophia the First, Elena of Avalor, and of course, Star vs. the Forces of Evil. Now, when you're going into the, into the sound booth, you're going into the studio, do you get into that right frame of mind, or do you just kind of wait until that day, and then, you know, just hammer out the lines, or do you do some prep, uh, you know, beforehand, you know, get yourself pumped up, watch the episodes, who knows, really get into character? So what's funny about the voiceover business in general, is, at least for me, is that I don't have a set schedule of days when I work. So basically, when Disney calls, I I have I go, you know, and and sometimes it's very short notice. Uh, I've had days where they'll send me a song and they'll be like, you know, we need you in the studio in a day or two to record. So I've had to learn how to work and prepare very fast. And to be able to jump into the specific character or learn the songs or learn the lines, I've had to learn to do that very fast. But it's an, it's an interesting process about how they record it and, and all of that good stuff. So it's interesting. Now, because you are, you know, an accomplished, you know, singer as well, uh, you know, and now you're getting into this world of voiceover. Do you feel that, all right, voiceover is truly my calling, or do you still want to go out there and, I guess, hit the stage, maybe do Broadway, or kind of do it all? My philosophy in life is sort of, it's, it's I, I want to do everything. I would love to do it all. Um, Broadway, of course, that's a huge dream of mine, uh, to be in New York one day doing shows. Um, that, that would be amazing. Obviously, voiceover too. I would love to keep continuing to do that because it's, it's, it's become a huge part of my life and, uh, I've, I've, it's become something I've really loved to do and I'd love to, you know, to do TV and film and, and, uh, I've been writing my own music, which has been awesome. I'll be releasing my EP, my debut EP in, uh, a couple, couple weeks. So I, I want to do it all, you know? <laughs> <laughs> kind of embrace everything and go wherever life is going to take you pretty much. Yes, I've, everything happens for a reason and you know, everyone's journey is different. So that that's sort of a sort of what I want to do, it's just everything. <laughs> well, and like you said, you you know, you're writing your own music. You have your EP that's going to be coming out and many other things. And of course, you know, I don't see the voiceover ending anytime soon. Now, when you go into the studios, because, you know, I, I see that you're just getting started in voiceover. I, I foresee a long, prosperous future for you in that. Uh, were there ever any times when you just couldn't get the words out or fumbling and you're just like, oh, my goodness, I got to breathe. This is just it's, you know, tongue twisters are going on left and right. Um, Of course. I mean, there's there's challenges that come with uh with changing characters, especially with um, with voice matching. So that's another thing that I, I do a lot, where let's say a certain actress or celebrity or something is having 
trouble with the singing. So then they'll bring me in and I'll have to listen to the tapes of their voice and match it and have to learn how to match that pretty fast. So sometimes there's a little stress that comes with, oh gosh, like do do I sound enough like the character? Am am I am I giving them the performance that they want? There, there's always a little stress that comes with that, but you just kind of have to trust yourself and your voice, and, and definitely remind yourself to breathe because just you in there, and you just got to remind yourself like you can do this, and and just breathe and, and trust yourself. Well, you know, and like you said, it's one of those with voice matching, which is a very big thing because there's many voice actors out there. They, they you know, I hate to say it, but they can't carry a tune. And that comes back to, you know, like you said, you have to match that voice, get it perfect. Now, has it ever sunk in, you know, when you're sitting back, you're watching it, and you realize one thing that everybody loves about many of these shows is the music. And, of course, they love the characters. You're helping bring that character to life. But the one thing that they're going to take back is, you know, all the little girls walking around singing these songs and everything else. And even though you're voice matching just for the music, your your song that you sang and performed is going to carry on and on and on, even when the parents shut off the TV. Has, has that ever dawned on you? You're like, wow, that that little, you know, that three-minute song is going to play on in somebody's home for the next two weeks. That, to me, is actually it's one of the most exciting things that has come with this job. If, if you go on YouTube and you look up some of the songs that I've sang on, you would be shocked at the views that they get. Some of those videos from the shows have millions and millions and millions of views and that is just and it, it's exciting and it's daunting at the same time and it's it's like it's like wow these people really really love the music and they really it is a part of their lives you know so that's crazy to think about <laughs> that so many of these people are affected by the music that is on the show now are you just as affected by the music where you find yourself singing these songs even days after leaving the studio oh yeah I mean, and a part of another part of this music is that it teaches kids great lessons. You know, it's not just cute rhythms or cute melodies. It's really, it's really music that's teaching kids good lessons, and it's it's teaching them good morals. And and also to know that I'm helping bring that to kids is is even more exciting. Now, with this, you know, you've done so many different things, you know, three different Disney Channel series and many other things. Now, do you have anything else up and coming or just been focusing on the EP uh, first and foremost? Yeah, so other than uh, Sophia the First, Elena, and Star Wars is the Forces of Evil, I've also done work on DuckTales, which is the new Disney XD show. So I'll have an episode coming out of that soon. And uh, I also just did some voice work on uh, a movie for Fox. Uh, I got to do some singing on that. And um, some some other great voiceover projects that will be coming out soon. And, and yeah, I've been in Nashville um, writing my debut EP. So that's been super exciting. Well, you know, and you can't go wrong with, you know, DuckTales, of course, because that reboot of the series, you, you know, I, I'm excited for more and more of these. So that I'm sure you're going to be getting called back for that. And of course, Nashville, you can't go wrong with being in Nashville, which is going to lead me to what's the style of the EP? Because, you know, are you going country? Are you going pop? What direction are you going to go in? I'm going uh, pop country for the EP. Um, that That's definitely the style of it. Super fun. Uh, I think the music is very, the songs that we've included on the EP are all very different. They're going to give you a different side of me, a different side of 
my voice. So each song is a uh, sort of it's different. It's it's exciting. Now I guess with this, all the different things on the horizon, new voice work, of course, an EP coming out, and so much more. Now you're just getting started in your career. You're just you know going into this great grand journey. Now I guess right now with everything that's happened so far, I guess what has been that one moment where you have sat back and you're like. This is like a dream. Like this is a dream come true. You know, when when did that actually hit you at any point where you're just like, wow? And are you still riding that kind of roller coaster? Oh man, I'm I'm still riding that roller coaster. You know, I think every time the phone calls and they want me to come in to Disney Studios, I I sit back and I think I feel I feel really lucky to be a part of that this small community of voiceover and Disney artists. I feel very lucky to be a part of it. And it's uh it's it's exciting every single time and I look forward to, you know, learning what they're gonna have me do for the next episode or the next show. And it's just it's a roller coaster, but I'm I'm really enjoying every part of it. Very cool. Well you know, we know that you are busy, different things going on, always different projects. Now I guess in closing here, for people's lives you've touched, whether that's through Sophia the First, Elena, you know, performing arts, you name it over the years, whatever you've been part of, for everybody listening in who is fans of Jenna and fans of all the characters you've helped bring to life and so much more, is there any final words you'd like to leave out there for all of those tuning in? Yeah, I I just I wanna say thank you to everyone for watching the shows and um just being a fan of the show and I feel really honored to be able to sing the songs for you and bring those characters to life and I just I feel really lucky that people have responded the way they have to the shows and I just want to say thank you for watching and listening and uh supporting me on this journey so yeah well it was our pleasure having you stop in once again chat with us bringing these characters to life with memorable songs and music that everybody carries on with uh, every boy and girl running through their house singing a lot of these songs as well and you know it continuing on and i know that we're going to be looking forward to your ep coming out very soon and of course you know more voiceover roles in the future ducktales and so much more so you are just getting started and i see a huge future uh, for you as well so thank you jenna once again for stopping in and chatting with us. Thank you so much, you guys, for having me. This has been so fun. Hey there, D-Heads, paint you with an all-new Magical Music Review. I thought it was time we finally finished off our look at the Legacy Collection. I'm excited to say that I now have the complete collection, and we shall start our look at the last five installments with the Legacy Collection Fantasia. Released in 1940, Fantasia was Walt Disney Animation's third feature film. The soundtrack, a collection of different pieces, was recorded by the Philadelphia Orchestra under the direction of Leopold Stokowski, who signed an 18-month contract with Disney over the length of the film's production. 
Recording took place at the Academy of Music over the course of seven weeks, utilizing 33 microphones to optimize the sound capture. Disney also invented, in collaboration with RCA, Fantasound, which was a stereophonic surround sound that's processes are still widely used today. The film has become a classic along with its soundtrack, and it's time to tune the orchestra. Follow me into our concert hall as we take a listen to Walt Disney Records' The Legacy Collection, Fantasia. While not everyone knows the name of the piece, very few people have never heard some selection of our first track. Written by Johann Sebastian Bach, Toccata and Fugue in D minor is a classic example of music from the Baroque period, though with stylistic influences from South Germany. Scholars have had differing opinions as to the original composition year, with some claiming as early as 1705 and some around the 1750s near Bach's death. The first publication came in 1833 and the popularity of the piece continued to grow from there. Within Fantasia, the scene depicting the music is a blue and gold backlit live-action sequence of the orchestra performing. There were superimposed shadows added to the screen along with drawn-in lines, shapes, and clouds to reflect the movement of the piece. The most prominent and remembered selection of this piece comes just from the first measure. Starting strong and powerful, the opening sections have become a symbol of power, villainy, and mystery.
Peter Tchaikovsky as a part of the Nutcracker suite, Dance of the Reed Flutes is a much lighter selection than our previous. The Nutcracker was first premiered to the world in 1892, Tchaikovsky's third ballet following Swan Lake and Sleeping Beauty. The original ballet was not successful at first, but the 20-minute suite that was taken from the performance was. Since the late 1960s, the production has enjoyed immense popularity and has become a staple during the Christmas season. As a part of the famous ballet, Dance of the Reed Flutes features the lighter section of the orchestra with woodwinds, violins, and even trumpets in a soft dynamic. The piece is graceful with a feeling of floating. Depicting the scene is a collection of mushrooms, fish, leaves, flowers, and fairies as they have their moment to dance to a selection from the Nutcracker Suite. By the late 1930s, Walt felt that Mickey Mouse was in need of a popularity boost. When Fantasia came around, he decided that the Sorcerer's Apprentice would be the perfect way to feature his mouse. Based on the original poem written by Johann Wolfgang von Goethe and the orchestral piece written by Paul Dukas for the play, the popular concert piece went on to grow more in popularity after being introduced to an even larger audience thanks to Disney. The orchestra consists of your typical grouping of instruments with the addition of soprano clarinets and a glockenspiel. Not only did Fantasia add to the piece's popularity, Mickey, Jensen, and the Brooms became so popular that when Roy E. Disney brought Fantasia 2000 to life 60 years later, The Sorcerer's Apprentice was given an encore presentation as the only returning scene from the original film. Thank <laughs> you. 
My time for this week is up. Thanks for sticking around for another magical music review and for coming back to Diz Radio every week. If you have any comments, suggestions, or questions, please don't be shy about reaching out to me or any of the other D Team members. It's real simple. Either catch us on Facebook on the D Wire or at any of our show emails with the first name of the team member you want to talk to, followed by at DizRadio.com. Be sure to check out our official Facebook page and website for more Disney magic and memories. Have a wonderful rest of your week, D Heads, and until next time, see ya! Walt Disney Pictures presents the 50th anniversary of an all-time animated masterpiece, Fantasia. The most incredible musical fantasy ever is back. This fall, you're invited to experience the breathtaking beauty. The Wonderful Adventure. The Very Special Magic. And the electrifying power of one of the most spectacular entertainment events of all time. It's a motion picture you will never forget. Now with a completely restored picture and soundtrack. 
It's the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney's classic, Fantasia, a symphony in sight and sound. We'd like to sing about a friend who has really come far. He started with some dough and then he rose to be a star. He is hot and he needs a bread and cereal brew. An oven right trooper, he can never be duped. It's known that he's no clown. A boogie-woogie bakery for the bread with the Fox boldly walking through a hen house door. Too bad for him. He been a hen who stood at six foot four. He won't forget the licking. He got from that big chicken. Now, now he, he gets, gets his poultry from, from the store. <laughs> By the way, Mr. A. Yeah? Why was Chicken Little so upset the other day? Well, his mother fell asleep in a hot tub, and his brother was born hard-boiled. One more joke like that, and we'll get the hook. Trisha and Jamie and we are welcoming you to Magical Munchies episode one. This is a new segment here on Diz Radio. So I got a question for you. Trisha, do you like Disney food? I like Disney food so much I wrote a book about Disney food. That sounds delicious. I won't eat the book though. Yeah. But I am <laughs> Cheese is tastier than paper. So yeah, I would I would have cheese instead. All right, Jamie, I have a question for you. Do you dream okay. about Dole Whip? I do, and sometimes Mickey Waffles. Okay, so guys, if this if you answered yes to any of these questions, this segment is for you. And this is our first show, and it's perfect timing because this is the time of year to be a Disney foodie. Because it is time for the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Dun, 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 or foodie <laughs> announcement sounds. But before we get your stomachs growling, we want to tell you just a little bit about ourselves since this is our first show. So hi everyone, I'm Jamie. I am a Walt Disney World annual pass holder, lover of all things Disney, self-proclaimed Disney foodie, and I do take an occasional trip to Disneyland. And my name is Trisha, 
And I've been to Disney World 10 times. I've been to Food and Wine only once, but have done Flower and Garden twice and Holidays Around the World. And I have to say Epcot festivals, I love them. The food is so, it's so fun to be able to walk around and try foods from all over the world. I'm an author and my first book is actually all about Disney World. That's what I do. I write books about Disney World. My first book is called The Not So Evil Stepmother in the Most Magical Place on Earth. And it's all about Disney World, the most magical place on Earth. So I'm a mom and a bonus mom of five and I've planned a bunch of Disney trips from everything from a family, from my husband and I for two, all the way up to a group of 11. And Jamie and I actually met on Instagram. So we're going to tell you really quick how you can find us both on Instagram because Jamie posts amazing pictures, beautiful pictures of, of Disney World. And I post a lot of pictures of food of Dis from Disney World. <laughs> we're like the perfect pair. Perfect pair. Okay, so where you can find me is at notsoevil underscore Disney Stepmom. And Jamie? And, and for me on Instagram, it's at Lilo underscore the Lost Princess. All right, now that that's out of the way, let's talk food and wine. So the official name of the festival is the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival, and it's a record 37 weeks this year. So it starts at the end of August, August 31st, and it's gonna take you all the way through to the next Tasty Epcot Festival holidays around the world. And really the holidays, Jamie, for me, that's my favorite time to be at Disney World. Cause you can eat all of the foods, all of the international festive foods. And it's just, ah. So, Food and Wine Festival, though, it is not on my agenda right now, but our lucky friend Jamie is going to get to go. So she's going to give us her list of what she absolutely is going to try. So she's going to give us her top three things she's absolutely going to try when she's there. Oh, top three? Jeez, that's a, that's a tiny list. And you know how much we love lists? We okay, love lists. so starting my list off right... I am going to have to start with something sweet. So at the Active Eats Marketplace, there is the new Sweet Avocado Crema with strawberries, yellow cake, and tortilla streusel. Yum. Then I'm going to hop around World Showcase a little bit, do a little dance, all the way over to Italy, where I am going to get the fried calamari with pomodoro sauce. And the best part, fried fish and a spicy sauce. Yes, please. And lastly, because I'm still hungry, I'm going to go to Farm Fresh, and I'm going to get myself that crispy chicken with griddled cornbread and red-eyed gravy, because that just sounds like comfort food. Straight-up comfort food right there. Definitely stick to your ribs, the thing you really want to eat when it's 95 degrees outside type of food, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm probably going to need a nap after that one. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and I can tell you that the avocado crema is really, really good. They had it on a dish at Holidays Around the World back in December, and it is like give me a bathtub so I can bathe in it good it is so good well the best part is if you like it I know I'm gonna like it you are my go-to source for foodie knowledge so <laughs> so just so you know how difficult that list was for Jamie there are 35 marketplaces at Epcot Food and Wine this year so it's the 35th anniversary of Epcot and to celebrate they're having a record 35 marketplaces so that means that there are over 200 different foods and drinks that Jamie had to choose from for that list. So thank you for narrowing it down. Because I'm assuming you're going to eat more than those three things when you're there. Oh, of course. I'm going to be there for a week. I'm going to get my eat on. 
<laughs> and one of the dishes that we do know is on Jamie's list that she didn't mention, but has to be mentioned, is the the hard it's sparkling water, right? It's hard sparkling water. It's boozy water. Boozy, boozy water. water Everyone. <laughs> now he found a way to put booze in water that doesn't involve like actual like vodka or gin. so it's it's water but boozy so you can t tell your make yourself feel better that it's healthy boozy <laughs> water yep and that boozy water has a very long name and it could be found at the active eats marketplace it's actually from mia beer company it's called hard water and it's cucumber and lemon lime hard sparkling water and I cannot wait to try it. But boozy water is so much more fun to say. Yeah. Boozy water. Boozy water. <laughs> so boozy water, in addition to boozy water being new, Active Eats is a new marketplace this year in 2017. As is, there's an almond-based marketplace and the marketplace called Coastal Eats. The other one that is new that Jamie will have to go to because I'm going to be living vicariously through her is the cheese marketplace. Cheese is my jam. It's my favorite food. And they have cheese and pasta, they have cheese and tarts, and they have cheese in a dessert in the form of a macaroon with cheese. And what? that's just missed that. This is why this is why we need to do this. So that so that you can get <laughs> take my list because I cheese cheese and a macaroon and I think it's like strawberry and then it's like a it's a borsan cheese and it just sounds so good. So eat it and then tell me all about it and, and I'll be jealous. Oh, be still my cheesy foodie heart. <laughs> I'm so excited. Also back this year for the first time in a few years is the India Marketplace, the Spain Marketplace in Thailand. So there's a lot of new things to try and experience this year at Food & Wine. So Jamie, it will definitely take you seven days and you probably still won't be able to get to, to check everything off. But the macaroon with the cheese needs to be on the list. That might, that might have to top the list. I think that might trump a lot of my uh, original thoughts on what I was going to eat. So what this means though, they have all these new great things, but that does mean that there are some things that didn't make it back. And so Jamie, what is one thing that's not gonna be back this year that you're gonna miss? I'm gonna have to have like a little moment of silence because I've done research and I've looked at your lists and I've cross-referenced many a list, even Disney's website. And I do not see my tiki torch offered at those Joffrey marketplaces. I think my tiki torch is gone. That's always the worst. I remember I went and was so excited to go to Flower and Garden this year because I was really hoping for the ratatouille tart and they didn't have it. And it was very, very sad. They had a tart, but it wasn't the ratatouille tart. And I had dreamed about that for three years. That's a long time to be dreaming and then to be let down. But that's Disney. Stuff changes. And we move on and we're happy about it. The one I'm really sad about is South Korea is not there. Oh. And South Korea was home to two of our favorite dishes. And we have wonderful memories of standing in a circle and just consuming massive amounts of lettuce wraps and beef with kimchi. And it was so delicious. So that is what unfortunately will not be back this year. But before we close out the show, Jamie, I have to ask you a Disney Food and, food and Wine Festival trivia question. Oh, okay. I like what, trivia questions. What is the highest selling item at Food and Wine? Hmm. What do they sell the most of? They sell the most of. What food at a marketplace sells the most? Hmm. Can I have a hint? <laughs> we. You can have a hint. <laughs> oh, you. I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to have to go with the croissant escargot. Dang. You know your food. They sell on now on a busy day at 
Abercrombie Food and Wine, they will sell 3,000 croissant escargots. Now, most folks listening to this probably know escargot is snails. My guess is when you go into Chef's Difference, that the snails dish is not the highest selling item, but at the at Food and Wine Festival at the France Marketplace, croissant escargot. It is the single biggest selling item at Food and Wine. I was shocked and when I heard that. I, I'd like to proudly report that I ate three of those little guys last year. You are officially a Disney statistic. <laughs> Go me! <laughs> Woohoo! So, Food and Wine Festival. What are you excited about for Food and Wine Festival? We would love, absolutely love to hear from you. And you can find us both at our Instagram handles that we mentioned earlier, but you can also contact us through the Diz Radio Facebook. And we'd love to hear from you about what you want to hear about on this segment, but also what you're excited about for food and wine. So thank you so much for listening to our first show. And Jamie, don't forget that that cheese macaroon needs to be on your list. I'm going to be dreaming about that for the next, I don't know, like 20 days. (laughs) Am I there yet? But thank you all so much for listening to our first show. We are podcast newbies. This is this is literally the first time either of us is doing this. So please head over to Facebook and the Dis Radio website and let us know what you think and let us know of any food topics you want to make sure you hear on this show. Thank you again, guys, for listening. And to all of our Disney foodies, don't forget to try everything. Okay, crackpots, let's get cooking. As I sing the praise of good nutrition Eating balanced meals can keep you fit Feeling grand, a variety at your three meals Can only improve the way you feel The basic food groups make the perfect team When balanced, they are held in high esteem Dairy, bread, and cereals Meat, fruit, and vegetables They'll help you chase those Taking you on those magical journeys from your lifetime of Disney. See? Wow! It's Disney On Demand. Dibs! Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. Okay, I'm convinced. And a little disgusted. All right, all of you D-heads, I hope you enjoyed this week's show. It was a fantastic romp, all kinds of things from the D-team, our special guests, and more. And I want to extend a very special thank you once again to the talented, the singer, the voiceover actress, Jenna Lee Rosen, once again for stopping in, chatting with us. And I foresee a huge future in voice acting, singing, and I'll be looking out for that all-new EP. Thank you, Jenna, once again for stopping in and chatting with all of us here at the show. I'd also like to thank the D-team of Aaron, Paige, Dominic, Nathan, Alexa, and of course, Trisha and Jamie me the all-new magical munchies for stopping in with their signature segments adding that bit of magic fun and more for all of you d heads remember to connect up with the d team on our official website at disradio.com just go to the d team page and find all their emails 
there right away for you to connect up with them. And finally, the most important one, thank you, the D-Heads. Without you, there would be no show. You are the reason we've been bringing this show to you every single week for the last seven and a half, almost eight years. 190 shows, celebrity guests every week. You are the reason that we continue to bring you the magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney. So thank you, the D-Heads. Now, next week, we continue into September. We are getting that much closer to our October Halloween shows and so much more. So before I clue you in as to who's going to be stopping here next week, I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at DizRadio.com, D-I-Z Radio. Com. There you can find our fullest of past shows, the complete podcast archives, our latest news blogs, and more right there on our official website at DizRadio.com, D-I-Z Radio.com. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Show. That's D-I-Z Radio, S-H-O-W. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and many other places. Just search Diz Radio. D-I-Z Radio, Disney Blue, that's B-L-U, or Disney On Demand, all of which are going to help you find our fun, magical, as I always say every week, different kind of Disney show. And if you need the magic instantly in your ears, yes, all you have to do is subscribe through iTunes or Stitcher Radio, search Diz Radio, Disney Blue, or Disney On Demand, and there you can get the latest shows instantly as they get released right there on your iPhone, your tablet, your device of your choosing, and listen to the shows right away as they get released through iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Now, if you can't remember all of these, if I'm rambling on too fast, all you have to do is go to DizRadio.com, D-I-Z Radio.com, and all you have to do is find all those links there as well. Finally, all of you D-Heads, with that said, lots of fun things on the horizon. Next week, we're going to be putting you into a different realm, one with Disney XD, one with video games, and one with many other things. I'm just going to leave it at that. See if you can decipher that one. Now, until next week, the weekend is coming. Lots of fun things. School is full in motion. So that means it's time to slow down, take time, and never neglect family for business. You can always make money. You can't always make memories. So make the magic happen. Make the memories this weekend. And I am off to do some rocket building, some rocket launching, and watch some gymnastics, and so much more myself. So have a fantastic weekend, all of you D-Heads, and Hakuna Matata! I was never that good I wasn't born in the 
gave my son no trees for the wood My future stretched behind me, I was over the hill yeah. I put my best foot forward, but the other stood still Take my word, I have heard All that I needed was to have heeded Hakuna Matata, what a wonderful friend Thank you for tuning in to Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. The content and thoughts expressed are those of the show and not the Disney company. Now go on and relive the magic, memories, and appreciation from your lifetime of Disney. See you real soon.